Hopefully you all noticed that uh, this is a guided, at least the first part of the sitting will have a guided metta meditation as we have been doing at this time. Uh, if you didn't notice that and you're really not up for it, you can run away now, but do it quickly. <laughs> and it will be, won't be the whole time, so you can take it. Maybe it'll even be good. <laughs> So, uh, mm. the Buddha once made a, a kind of a, a powerful statement, really. It was in a conversation with one of his disciples. I don't remember the context, but he said words to this effect that one could search over the all realms of existence, the entire universe, any place that there might be living beings. And one could search all of these realms and never find anyone more worthy of love than, than one is oneself. You might also say, never find anyone less worthy in the same breath. He didn't say that. But so often we can hold ourselves as being somehow unworthy of love. I know when at one point I was doing an intensive metta meditation retreat and, and my teacher suggested I, I might put myself in what's called the difficult person category. <laughs> Just wasn't easy for me to find something worthy of love there. But right now somewhere in the world, probably a lot of places in the world, Maybe just even from someone in this room, someone somewhere is sending metta, sending wishes of love and care, of love, wishes of kindness to all beings everywhere. And we are get to be one of those all beings just by virtue of being a living being. We don't have to prove ourselves worthy in any way. They are not asking for us to be somehow other than we are. So we can open to that possibility that we're worthy of love just by virtue of our sentience, if nothing else. Beings are judged as worthy of love just because they're living beings. And when we offer metta to all beings, that's that quality of care. Metta is so beautiful because it's so inclusive. If you look at the words of the Metta Sutta, the Karaniya Metta Sutta, it goes to great lengths to get all beings in there, even ones who aren't born yet, invisible ones, big ones, little ones, here, nearby, and far away. They all get them in there. You don't leave any of them out. And the chanting we do in the evening has all these categories of beings to make sure we don't miss any. So this inclusive energy is quite uh, essential to this uh, quality of metta, of loving kindness. But before we begin this meditation, I want to reiterate something that uh, I think Jesse, Jesse was touching on this morning in answer to a question, that, you know, difficult things that come up, you know, feelings of, of lack of self-worth or, or memories of past unskillful deeds or 
I don't know, when I first was uh, introduced to metta meditation, I had to note hating. Someone would be up here guiding metta, I'd be sitting in my seat, hating, hating, noting that quality of, of deep aversion and hatred. That's what came up for me. I hated the practice. I hated the person who was doing it. I hated their voice and I hated everybody who was there and all beings in all directions. <laughs> Unconditional. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. It wasn't quite that bad perhaps, but we may have to, uh, you know, if that's hitting hard <laughs> or something like that, we might have to switch to Vipassana practice. <laughs> this is always an option. <laughs> Please bear this in mind. And it's good, worthwhile practice. It doesn't feel great. I'm supposed to be emanating love and I just am filled with this dark energy. But it's, it's good practice. And, you know, if someone once described metta as like, a, they said it's like a magnet that pulls these things out. So it's actually, in a way, a good sign, but it... It doesn't look or feel good. So we have to be really careful in doing this kind of practice that we don't judge ourselves or judge the practice based on, on things coming up like that. So just be very careful there and know that at any point, this turning to mindfulness of what's arising in the moment, that may be the act of kindness, that may be the loving kindness, that may be the metta, that may be the skillful choice in the moment. Always a possibility in this kind of thing. So I'm, I know Rebecca told me that she had done at least some of the, the what she offered yesterday was uh, for self and in this receptive way of receiving. And I'm gonna continue in that mode uh, at least to begin with. And I've adapted this meditation from uh, a, a meditation by a, a Tibetan teacher named Lama John Makransky. Um, and it just struck me as, uh, it's kind of a slightly different approach, but not too far off what we are used to. But it's this uh, quality of receiving. And so, um, to begin, in beginning this one, this is receiving from benefactors. And I know Rebecca did speak about benefactors, what that might be, but I'll say a little more about, well, we don't use that word. I'm gonna go, you know, abide with my benefactor. We don't abide or hang out with benefactors that much. I mean, it's not a word we use a lot. But in this case, it's pointing to beings who in a very simple, uncomplicated way have, have wished us well at some time in our life. It may be a being who's in our life now. It may be someone from an early time, another time in our life, perhaps from our childhood. It could be, um, you know, a relative, if we're lucky, maybe a grandparent or an uncle or an aunt who, um, we just like to be around them. They, they were, kind and friendly to us. And, and so that quality of, of having enjoyed their presence, it could have been, um, it could be a pet or an animal that you felt um, connected to in some way. It could be the earth itself, maybe, if a, a human being doesn't uh, show up. 
make it give a broad range to the possibility of uh, of what of of beings who could fall into this realm of a benefactor, you know, maybe a dear friend or a teacher, uh, someone, a camp counselor, a coach, maybe people who they just seem to hold you with care and kindness. And maybe they weren't perfect, right? We were focusing on the the part of it that was this wish for our well-being. Um, so there's this category of benefactors who are, you know, kind of personal to us, hopefully a real being, but you can even make one up if you have to. <laughs> there's a monk in, in Australia who, he starts his metta practice with an imaginary kitten. <laughs> so uh, he's, and he's a very well-practiced monk. So, you know, if you, at last resort, you can make one up. <laughs> But hopefully a real being. And they don't have to be, you know, like perfect. Just get one that's, or a few, if you can get more than one. Maybe there's a group of them. In the way this is taught, it's usually more than one. And then try to bring to mind um, someone who might, we might call more of a spiritual benefactor who embodies a quality of, of kind of a, a more impartial or impersonal love, where it's a sense that it's just out there for all beings and you're one of those all beings. So that might be someone who, who we know, it may be a teacher of ours that we have uh, had a connection with, uh, someone who's been kind of a mentor to us. But it might also be uh, someone who's inspired us just by their being and things we may have read by them or about them. I think of, of um, you know, say the Buddha maybe is that for us or uh, His Holiness the Dalai Lama or Jesus or uh, Mahatma Gandhi or uh, Martin Luther King Jr. or, you know, some being who has inspired us and, and so the sense that the love that they offer is very broad. It's not so personal. It's more of an impartial, unconditional care for all beings. Maybe some of those kinds of benefactors also there. So the, the kind of two categories. So we'll begin the meditation now. So um, sit in a relaxed way. And I'm going to suggest that an option, you don't have to do this, but the way this is taught, the way I uh, learned about it, uh, we're actually, it's done with the eyes open, but a soft, unfocused kind of downward gaze. So that's an option. You don't have to do that, but you might experiment with it. It might be interesting to let the eyes be uh, softly open, but kind of a a downward gaze a few feet in front of you, not really focusing on any particular thing. And so having hopefully found a benefactor or two, and you might have to audition a couple, you might choose one and they don't really work, but see if you can just get a sense maybe an image of one or more of these beings. And, and you don't have to hold the image. It can come and go. And they can, it can be a shifting kind of thing. But letting these, uh, these beings come into our uh, minds, into our hearts. Imagine them uh, sitting in front of you or perhaps surrounding you in some way that feels uh, warm and safe. Smiling faces. His Holiness the Dalai Lama, for example, he's almost always got a smile on his face in his pictures. 
And it's, he, people are drawn to him who have no idea who he is. He emanates this quality of care so broadly, isn't it? And so envision these beings, or one of them, just sending you wishes for your happiness, for your well-being, some feelings, wishes of care, of kindness, in just a simple way, and some felt sense or image of these beings. And just, just open to this wish for your happiness, to their wishes for you to be at ease. Maybe you can imagine them speaking phrases or words, or more perhaps just a, uh, an energetic kind of uh, emanating from their being. And let yourself open to this. Maybe you can even imagine, visualize this, this wish for your happiness, for your ease of mind and well-being as a kind of uh, radiation, like a shower of uh, healing rays or, or maybe like a warm shower of rain. It's just kind of bathing over you. I wish, may you be at ease, may you be happy, I care for you. And let this radiance bathe your body and bathe your mind. A sense of just just basking in it, just letting it wash over you like light. Let it bathe your body and bathe every corner of the mind and heart, receiving this simple wish for your happiness. And if you wish, you can, you can have it be somewhat cyclic. Mostly we're receiving, but you can send wishes of care, of kindness to these benefactors. So it can be a, a cycle of sending and receiving. But mostly just let yourself receive these wishes like a gentle rain or a healing bath of light. And if other thoughts or feelings, emotions, if other things arise, just envelop them, bathe them in this light, this luminous radiance of well-wishing, let it surround them. Thoughts of unworthiness or unlovability, 
Just let those fall away. They don't matter in, in the presence of this healing radiance of care, of simple kindness and friendliness. Just trust these benefactors wish for you more than limiting thoughts you might have about yourself. you notice the mind has wandered, that's okay. Just one, it's just wandering mind. Can let wandering mind be bathed in this healing, gentle radiance. Bring the mind gently back. Reconnecting with your benefactor's wish for your happiness. Maybe imagine yourself like an animal on a cool day lying in a, in a pool of sunlight, just soaking up that warmth. Imagine a dog or a cat or some other animal just warming itself in the sun on a cold day. It's that kind of quality of Simple healing warmth, radiation of care and kindness from these benefactors. See if you can let this gentle radiance, this healing energy of care, of kindness, really soak into all your cells and bathe all parts of the body and mind. Really bathe in it, rest in it. Give yourself permission to receive it and to take your time to really, really find and receive it.
Now, if you'd like to, you can add your own wishes for yourself. Join these benefactors in wishing yourself well. And so, as you continue to still receive their wishes for your happiness and ease of mind and body, add your own wishes in there if you'd like. Join them. May this one have deep well-being, happiness, joy. Or may I be happy and safe. May I be free of trouble and worry, protected from inner and outer harm. May there always be kindness and friendship for me. Find words that, that work for you, that you can weave into this receptive, this reception of your benefactor's wishes. Weave your own wishes in there, wordlessly, or perhaps with simple phrases of care and kindness. May there always be kindness for me If you wish, also sending this wish to these benefactors, may you be happy and safe. May you have ease in your body and ease in your mind. If this practice starts to be, feel too vague or, or drifty or loss of energy or connection, just maybe bring more of a felt sense or image of one of your benefactors or of yourself to mind. You can find a simple way to reconnect with their wish for your happiness. Acknowledging your basic goodness that is worthy of love. No being anywhere more worthy. Repeating these wishes for yourself or receiving from your benefactors the wishes for your happiness and ease.
Now just see if you can just let go of all doing. Let go of the meditation. Let go of this practice. Let go of images, of visualizations. Let go of all doing and settle into just simply being here. Open to this quality of radiance. Open into this simple field of care of kindness in a, a way without doing, without picturing or using words. Letting go of any frames of reference. Just let it be as it is within this gentle luminosity of care. Bathing in light. No separation of self and other. Just a simple sense of ease or rest or completeness or wholeness. And just let whatever happens, happens. Don't do anything. Don't be anybody. Now for the rest of the sitting, you can continue just resting in the simple presence, in this simple radiance, or continue the metta practice in some way that, that works for you. Perhaps the radiations outward, different directions to different beings, or just letting go into the simple flow of your life with the Vipassana practice. Really your choice now.
I'll end this sitting with a short blessing chant, a metta wish for you. Do it in Pali and English. Bhavatu Sabamangala. May there be all blessings. Rakantu Sabadevata. May the Devas protect you. Sabbuddha Nubhavena Sabbadamma Nubhavena Sabbasangha Nubhavena Sadasoti Bhavantute By the power of all the Buddhas, all of the Dhamma and all of the Sangha, may there always be happiness for you. I ended the sitting just a few minutes early in case uh, there were any comments about uh, guided meditation or questions about the metta practice of just a few minutes here, if there's anything kind of curious how that was for you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.